Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There have been some who've been kind of lively personalities. <laughs> like this one cat, he would call me doll and stuff like that. <laughs> and there was another cat who was very flirty. <laughs> If you've wanted yet feared to do work that is weird, this is the show you just need to hear, where it is revealed how people got into a field that very much appealed to them, you know, following your passion and all that. You know, blazing your own trail. They finished with success because they kept on trying each time they failed. Let's listen to them speak about their jobs, which are quite unique. Weird work. Sebastian? Sebastian. Sebastian? Sebastian? Wait, you're not Sebastian. You're not Sebastian. You're not Sebastian. You're not Sebastian. Huh. Whoa. I don't know about you. <laughs> yeah, you listening to this. We're out of there now. It is just us. For me, I only take the sleepy time tea for one reason to sink into that ethereal space between the bands of time, that endless void where my dog, Sebastian, and I can talk about all the latest cheese may of the day. Obviously. Now, I know what you're thinking. That guy, Sam, he just looks like a pet communicator. Funny thing is, you're seeing me in your mind's eye. Although I look like a pet communicator, a pet psychic of sorts, I'm just an aspirational underling. But today's guest, she's the real deal. Today, I'm talking to Martha Malone, pet psychic, pet communicator, whatever tickles your fancy. Martha surfs the astral plane to telepathically connect with animals. Yeah, it's amazing. And you want to know what's even more amazing? She can communicate with animals that are living or deceased. Martha communicates between animal and human to help vocalize everything from behavior issues to closure after passing on. I'm Sam Balter, and this is Weird Work. So just to get started, what was the last animal who had passed away that you communicated with? I'm not sure if I was communicating with him or if I was just getting intuitive information about something. But if I was, um, he was actually a cat who I had who passed on in 2017. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> if, we, if we were communicating, it might have just been intuitive 
information uh, not communicating. Um, not entirely sure. Awesome. So one thing I'm wondering is like, if you can do like help me walk through the process here, like first off, like, do you do anything to get ready before you're going to communicate? Well, I can talk with any animal just instantly, but I I do like to make sure my energy is cleared because it, it helps in terms of the connection, um, you know, for me being able to send messages and receive messages. And it also helps the animal too. So the animal's not sensing any negative energy. So you take a moment, clear out energy when you can. I guess, let's say you're uh, communicating with an animal that has passed away for a client. Um, Is there anything that you need or anything from them in order to locate that animal? Typically, I like um, the name and a picture with a good view of the face so I can see the eyes. But it's not necessary. I can go by um, whatever the animal was known as and um, good um, description of the body and the character. Okay, so if you have the description, you have a little bit of information, let's say a picture, what's kind of the next step? Well, then um, I like to verify with the person that I'm talking to the right animal. So I'll I'll talk to the animal a little bit and get some specific information, whatever the animal tells me. Mm-hmm. The reason for this is because sometimes other animals will come into the conversation. And yeah, I was about to say, like, I, animals are always jumping into the conversation and interrupting yes. and things like that. It's this their general personality, especially my dog. Like, I just think my dog is jealous and I've had a lot of jealous dogs in the past. So I can easily see them interrupting and jumping in. And they do. <laughs> they do. Sometimes sometimes it'll be um, another of the person's animals or... <laughs> I don't know, some animal, I don't necessarily know who, or maybe another client, sometimes my own. <laughs> um, when, it's, when it's my own, I'll typically know, but I still like to, you know, verify whatever it is I'm told because, you know, maybe it's my own and maybe it's also coming from the other animal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll sense the energetic shift, but I mean, if it's my own, I sense it. But if it's another animal, then sometimes I'll I'll sense it. But I still like to to verify things, and then I I find out if the human feels like we're talking to so and so, and then if they do, then we'll proceed with you know, whatever the person wants to say or ask, or sometimes the animal wants to go first. Now, I feel like oftentimes when I've ever been in a conversation where there's like language barriers, right? Like somebody, you have a translator. And then sometimes it's like, you don't always feel like things are being translated exactly how you're saying them. And then they're saying them back to you. Are you like a direct translator between animal and human? Or is there a little bit of like, 
you might summarize what the human is saying to the animal or vice versa. You know what? Does like does that sort of mix make sense? Both, actually, <laughs> okay. is what I do. Okay. And I tell people before we even start, one of the things I tell them when I give them a breakdown of how I do stuff, logistics, whatever you want to call it, is that I might either verbally say what it is I say and ask and the animal says and ask and what all transpires. Because sometimes there can be other things like I, I might hear something or I might see something or I'll go silent and summarize or paraphrase is what I say. Yep. Okay. <laughs> it's it's a combination. It's whatever feels right in the moment, whatever happens. Do you ever have to like soften something for like a human? You know, because like, I wonder if some people are like, why was my, you know, animal not like me? And it's like, maybe the animal's like, you were kind of a piece of shit. And like, do you have to like soften that onto the human side of it? Or are you like straight truth? Um, usually I'm straight truth. There have <laughs> been times where I've been guided to soften it. There have been even times that the animal told me like they'll tell me something but they'll say oh don't say that though oh really uh-huh do you res uh, in that situation do you respect the animal's privacy on that or do you tell it over no i respect the animal's privacy nice i would too i feel like that's the right thing <laughs> that's the nice thing yeah. to do uh <laughs> one of the things that i like like I was excited I was talking to you. So I always like chat with people. I'm like, oh, what do you want to ask? Like, is there any questions that you have? A lot of people wonder when it comes to animals, like we're animals, we're humans, dogs, cats, like are there personality differences between animals as the spirits when you communicate with them? I think it usually it tends to be a lot like how they were in physical form. But I have talked with ones in spirit who told me that um, basically like that they were a little different now than in physical form or telling me about like when they plan to reincarnate about, you know, maybe being a little different than before uh, when in physical body. But I think in general, a lot of times the personality is pretty similar do cats reincarnate only as cats, do you think? Or do like dogs reincarnate as humans or humans reincarnate as dogs? I think it depends on the soul and the the karma and their, you know, lessons and purpose and that sort of stuff. I think it can just bounce around. Yeah, that's great. I hope to I hope to be dog eventually. That's my goal. Yeah. And <laughs> you might have been so a dog much. before. I would hope. Um, I mean, I feel it. I feel like I often look at my dog's lifestyle and we like to do the same things. We act very similar. So I feel like I'm connected to just dogs yeah. in general. But well, and also <laughs> I wanted to say too, animals mirror their people. Hmm. So you know, it, it might be true what you're saying. And it also might be that your dog mirrors you. It's possible. Yeah, no, it's I, I definitely see that. Um, I assume one thing just shifting gears like a little bit to the people you work with, like who is your kind of typical client? 
I'd say they usually more men than women, 20s to 40s, maybe early 50s. A lot of the women, some of them are very spiritual. And then I guess when people come to you, is it like more often kind of a one-off thing? Like they are just looking to communicate with one animal one time, or is it more of an ongoing relationship? A lot of people, they come, you know, just one time. Um, It'll usually be either to connect in spirit. I get a lot of those, actually. Can you just give me a definition of like what connecting in spirit is? Is that just for animals that have passed away or what is that specifically? Yeah, animals who have passed on. on. Okay. And then um, sometimes people might come to me if there's a behavioral or health challenge. You know, sometimes vets, they just don't know. Hmm. You know, they can do any test they can think of, and sometimes they still just don't know. And this is when it's good to actually connect with the animal, because sometimes the animal can offer insight. And what are those interactions? Like, can you give me an example of like how an interaction like that went positively? Well, there was one where this person has a cat and the cat was having a litter box issue. I guess it was kind of unknown as to why exactly. Thankfully, it wasn't health related. Um, I connected with the animal and it turns out that the animal was sensing some kind of weird energy. So the human contacted a psychic medium who came and cleared out the energy. And uh, then the cat stopped the inappropriate peeing. Huh. Yeah. When you're working with people, like how is kind of, how do you price things? Like what are sort of the packages? Like how do you generally, when you're working with somebody, like how does that part of it work? For for half an hour, I have a price. For a full hour, I have a price. If people pay through Zelle or Petworks, I give a free additional 15 minutes. And then I offer packages of hours that offer pretty nice discount. And then I was um, working on on some new things that I intend to start offering, which is, uh, one, it's a a package for people who are in the coping phase of their grief on their healing journey of Mm. an animal passing on. I'm still in the planning phase, but I think 10 sessions for a thousand bucks at the beach where I not only do the connecting with the animal, Mm -hmm. but also address the coping and the grieving, the emotional, the healing part. And this is where I'll also use my background and master's in psychology that I got before animal communication training and combine it all. Because some people who come to me whose animals have passed, I mean, it's like their their inner essence is just depleted. They're like, mm. you know, they really need some help. And I don't have a license in psychology, because I switched tracks, but I did just about everything. And then I switched (laughs) tracks. And uh, I would never act or pose as a therapist. But I do have the education. And so 
with the intention of, of trying to help people, I thought I could combine the psychology with the animal communication to help them. And I was thinking maybe doing it at the beach because that would just kind of intensify the personal uh, connection and experience and the healing. And then a couple other things I was thinking of offering group stuff, like for coping and grieving and connecting and maybe offering kind of like a registry where people could donate to be part of it and then they can connect with each other. Oh, um, that seems great. I really, by the way, I love the the beach idea. I think that's great. Oh, the, <laughs> the one-on-one package? Yeah, the, I think that sounds wonderful. And I mean, I had read, I had read something too, that it's like a lot of people are more emotionally distraught over the death of uh, a pet than a, the death of a family member. I would believe it. Both my biological parents passed on and I was pretty distraught. My dad passed on. I was older. So I had realized my, I guess, spirituality and my um, connecting abilities. So while I was really hit pretty hard and distraught, the coping was different than when my mom passed on. Um, Mm. And I was seven. And I had watched her traumatic illness where she just wasted away. Uh, and it was a different, it was a different um, coping, different grieving process. Yeah, that must have been awful at such a young age to lose your mother. I've also been um, been really hard hit when, when my animals have passed on too. It's sort of like a, a different category, different yeah. perspective. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. More after this quick break. Like, I think, you know, I, uh, it's probably in like with a slightly like cheesy towards like comic book things, but people feel like when you have like a kind of a talent or a power or an ability or something like that, a way to communicate, like it is both like a, it could be like a blessing and a curse. It could be like a burden in itself. 
I think for like animals and humans passing, do you think having sort of a psychic leaning has helped you with those moments or in a subways made it harder? I think for for younger times, if I were to be looking at it, I probably wouldn't have felt the same way. But now my spirituality has evolved to where I I know my abilities to communicate and connect and my spiritual feelings and beliefs are that whatever is best for them and their soul. Mm. And I don't consider myself. I mean, because what I want is what's best for them and their soul. And, Mm. you know, when they pass on, then they're that much closer to reaching the ultimate place of goodness in the universe where they don't have to reincarnate. And that's, I think, every soul's ultimate desire, along with love and light, unless, of course, they want to choose to come back to help you know, others who, who are on this earthly plane. But I think because of my viewpoints now and knowing my abilities, I think I would still be, be hard hit and, and I would still, you know, miss them and partly wish that they were still here, but only in, in good form. Mm. That they were happy, happy in the form that they are in. Yeah, happy, healthy. If that's what's best for them, then that's what I want. No, that's great. And I think that that's I think that that's really good and to be able to sort of bring like to bring that ability and to bring that resolution to other people is such a nice and admirable thing. One thing I wonder about for you is like, where did you sort of get like your earliest professional training to turn this kind of like moment into like a job, you know, like who gave you that training or that mentorship? Val Hart. She is one of the legends in animal communication. And she has this amazing program and she teaches you. And uh, the animals, they teach us and, and we have a great group that supports and you can get feedback from the people, from their animals. Uh, Val, she has this really amazing program. She has classes and clubs. What do you think makes her so legendary? Oh, her love for the animals and her spiritual essence. And she goes so much farther than animal communication, too. And her abilities for teaching you know, her creating this program that's so profound. And also um, her, her abilities herself to connect with the animals. So you've gone through this training, you've built up your own sort of like professional practice at this point. And it sounds like you've had a lot of interactions with like different animals, different owners. So I was wondering if we could just do a quick speed round I'm going to throw something out like uh, what was the largest animal you've ever communicated with? Largest? Um, I guess communicated one time with a really big um, turtle. Okay. Like, a, like a big sea turtle? Yeah. Um, oh, nice. Dolphins, horses, Very big. 
I've connected with elephants. I think I might have talked with a whale before. What about the smallest? Smallest? um, Seahorse? Shrimp? (laughs) Insect? Um, (laughs) Oh, yeah, insects. I've talked to flies and fruit flies, bees, roly-poly. What about celebrities? You know, a grumpy cat, um, anybody in that category of famous animals. I don't remember if I've connected with grumpy cat. I've connected with Lil Bub. Do you know who Lil Bub is? Sounds familiar. I'm not like, who's Lil Bub? Check her out. (laughs) Okay, Um, look at it. (laughs) It's short for Lillian Bubbles. She passed on, but her daddy still sells her you know, products with her face and everything and, and keeps her legend. Oh my God. This cat is so cute. And well, (laughs) her cuteness is kind of what made her famous along with her background. She had some very serious health issues and they're actually what caused her to look so cute and sound so cute. And she lived a lot longer than what, the vets anticipated a lot longer. Adorable. Have you ever performed a pet exorcism? Like do spirits of animals get mixed up at each other? And you, have you ever had to remove the spirit of one animal from a pet? I haven't, but I have talked to animals before who had two souls in the body or like one soul would kind of come and go. Um, Mm. And the other one was constant. Those have happened before. And I've also had times where there was a cat, um, you know, clear across the the globe who was being affected by a ghost. Oh. Her daddy. A human ghost or an animal ghost? Well, I'm not totally sure. I was feeling like it was a, a human ghost, but I didn't verify. But I did get the animal to or the ghost to stop bothering the cat and to cross over to the light. And then the cat was better. But the the cat's uh, dad had been in the hospital and the mom, you know, she brought the ghost back and it was bothering the cat. Hmm. So you resolved the ghost issue and the cat issue. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's a nice resolution. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's not quite, yeah, you're right. That's not quite an exorcism. That's not no. like really like an exorcism, but I see what you mean. It's like exorcism adjacent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's why I thought to bring it up. Yeah. No, um, no, no. And I feel like I've had animals where it almost feels like that too, where it's like all of a sudden they're just a totally different personality in certain situations, yes. uh, which is, which I've often wondered, like, is it really the dog or is it other things? Um, I love all the work you've done and I'm very excited for you and all the different ways that like you're able to, to help people and to help people with grief and to help people connect with animals, whether those animals are alive or have passed away. I just want to just thank you for that. And thank you so much for coming on to the show. You're welcome. And thank you for having me. Today's episode was written and produced by Matthew Brown. 
What a guy. Our music is by the lovely Matt Farley. Check us out on YouTube. Yes, we have one of those now. And if you want to finish out your summer drip, head over to our website at weird.work. You can pick up shirts, hats, bags, all the things. Lastly, I'm going to ask you to tap those temples and open that sweet, sweet portal to the ether. That's right. Recommend our show on your favorite astral plane. Or just go ahead and leave us a review there. As always, I'm Sam Balter, and stay weird, you cosmic astro dogs. I think people, I think people believe that maybe. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Me, you and I lived together and you were just recording me sleeping, connecting through the astral plane. That's what I think.